Well, welcome to Just a Woman. I have the beautiful chef Tiffany Jones, who has the most amazing food that I've ever tasted. <laughs> Thank you. Joining us today to share her experience in the entrepreneurial world, how she got started, how she left her nine to five to pursue her dream, and just, you know, the amount of faith that I'm sure it took for her to stick to her passion, even when sometimes it may have seemed far away. So I am going to let you um, share your story, Tiffany. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. So um, I'll just hop right into it. Um, <laughs> where do I start? Let's I know, on. right? <laughs> so I, <laughs> because the, the funny thing is this was just Cooking has always been a passion of mine, uh -huh. and I never expected for it to to turn into a a full time career for me. See, you know, eating I is a passion of mine. Cook. I gotta figure out how to figure. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, I used to just cook and then post pictures on Facebook. You know, I didn't care anything about likes or shares or anything like that. It, it was just something that. Uh, helped me cope when I was feeling a little low or if I had a bad day, I would just cook. Mm -hmm. So um, how I started the business, um, I was just doing what I love. Um, at that time, I was actually homeless. Me and my family, we were staying out of my mom's expedition truck. Oh, my goodness. Uh, a lot of people did not know about that. We uh, were homeless for two years, and we lived out of a truck. Are you um, serious? And one of my prayers uh, to God was that, if we got out of that situation, I would just cook and just really appreciate home cooked meals. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, we're so used to going out and spending money on fast food. I'm like, Lord, if you get us out of this, I would just cook for the rest of my life and then just enjoy it. So uh, I kept that promise uh, to God and to myself. And I started to cook and I started to post pictures and everything. Lo and behold, uh, in 2017, I got a Facebook message from a uh, old classmate <laughs> from high school, and she's like, I'm getting married in October, and I need for you to cater my wedding. And I'm like, I've never catered before. And she said, well, you're going to do it now. So, <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, well, I guess she told me. So, you know, I, I gave her the price. I, I did undercharge because, I, again, I was not used to catering. I was just cooking to be cooking. And um, to feed 250 people, I only charged her $1,000. Oh, wow. Do you know <laughs> so how that much was, of a, a deal <laughs> That she was got. a steal for her. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah, that was that a steal was for a her. But, you know, there's always, uh, you know, a learning process when you're get into something new and that was something new for me the whole catering thing so mm -hmm. um i'm gonna fast forward i i did that and then i started you know selling plates and i'm like okay i'm just gonna keep doing this and you know i i, I wasn't too focused on catering like that let me just sell plates to right. make a little extra money um got into selling plates and then from there i kind of stopped you know you you kind of deal with wrong, the wrong people at the wrong time and mm -hmm. you know you kind of take a detour and, and I stopped cooking mm -hmm. so I'm going to fast forward to last year uh, right at the peak of the pandemic 
I was working at a job. I was working a nine to five that I absolutely hated mm-hmm. only because of management. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> was uh, my sister and I, we worked together at this place. And the last straw was the supervisor telling us, well, I can do whatever I want to do. You know, I'll let you two stay here and catch COVID. I'm going to work from home. Are you serious? And she said toodles and like walked off with the smirk. So at the moment, I knew it was time for me to go. I had no idea how I was going to make money because, again, I was just selling plates, you know, rarely, like, you know, here and there or whatever, just trying to make a couple of bucks. But I had, I didn't really have time because I was always working. Yeah. So I packed up all of my belongings and I ended up going home with not one, like, plan in motion. I just packed up. Mm-hmm. So by the time I got home, I'm like, okay, what did I do? I have a car note. I have rent. I have bills. <laughs> right. Life. So <laughs> a couple of days later, I get a Facebook message from somebody else um, that I went to college with. And she's like, are you doing family meals? This is at the peak of the pandemic. And I'm like, well, no, I'm not. She goes to tell me, well, you are now. And she sends me the money. So I'm like, okay. So. I did the meal and I posted it on Facebook. And from that one meal, that's what started everything. Um, everything popped off at that point because, you know, I forget what I made her, um, but I posted it as a family meal. And a lot of people were like, oh, that's a good idea because we don't want to go to a restaurant. So at this point, I had nurses reaching out to me. You know, they were working around the clock during the pandemic. They weren't really able to go home to their families. So they wanted their families to have a home-cooked meal. That's where I came into place. So they were all contacting me. Oh, can you make this and this and drop it off at this address? Or, you know, I'm going to give my husband your information so he can come pick it up. And I'm like, okay. So I went from having absolutely no money (laughs) and no means of income um, other than just sitting there just praying that, you know, I grew a money tree in my backyard. And that, that manager don't realize, but she inadvertently planted a seed by by using the pandemic for what she thought was for her benefit by saying, all right, I'm going to go home and care about my safety when it actually turned around and you were able to let the pandemic allow for your own business to flourish. So exactly. I mean, favorite ain't fair. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Favorite ain't fair. And uh, to this day, I thank God, and and I'm not even trying to be funny, but I thank her for even giving me that push because I needed that. That was mm-hmm. the push that I needed because we all tend to sit on our gifts. Yeah. And I'm, I'm one of those. I'm guilty of that. I'm, I'm guilty of sitting on my gifts and then not, you know, I'm just, I, I was okay with settling for a mm-hmm. nine to five, and, but I wasn't happy. Yeah. So we all need that push sometimes. So. And that's, you know, you know, I, I kind of want to call her and say, girl, thank you. <laughs> he said, you want to call her and say, thank you. Now, <laughs> no, I just want to thank you. But you know, right. well, I'm not going to do that because you might think it's petty. <laughs> so, but, um, about how much time, like if you, if you put it in years, like how, how long from when you said, you know, you initially were homeless with your family and you made this promise to God, if you get us out this situation, you know, I will, you know, I will cook. How long from that till now? Like how, how many years has that been? Ooh, that's been since 2012. Okay. That's been since 2012. And um, 
that's one thing that I I, I want to put that disclaimer out there. It's not going to happen overnight. No. When and that's why I point out that time frame. I wanted to make sure to specify, yeah, this wasn't like an overnight thing. No. Oh, no, honey. <laughs> it took years of tears, blood, okay? Yeah. <laughs> it, it took some time. And again, this was not uh, the plan for me to to have a catering business. It was just only the plan for me to even just, this is what was my way of coping, mm-hmm. you know, or if I wanted to make a couple of dollars on the side or, or something like that, this was my way of doing that, to just selling plates. I had no idea that I was going to have a whole entire catering business out of this, out of that one prayer to God, my promise to him to just cook. He he took that little seed and, and made it something much bigger than what I expected. Look at God. Look at God. So, girl, don't make me shout because I will. I'm telling you. I, I think about it all the time. I'm like, Lord. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm and like, now, Lord, how? Just you, how? But... You did the candles. So, I remember your your first one. And I guess I can't say it's your first because you know what your first vision is. But I the first time me witnessing you getting out into the, you know, entrepreneur world was with your um candles weren't they like if i can remember were they like weren't they like soy based natural candles yes mm-hmm. yes i was into the soy candles i've always been the, a candle lover and it was just something for me to do I'm, I'm i've always been really artsy and um i'm like you know I, I i'm okay with buying candles but i'm also a bargain shopper i'm a thrifter at heart and i'm like you know what i could probably do this myself so I started that. I started making candles and burning it. And, you know, people would come over to the house and like, oh, that smells great. I'm like, oh, I made this. So that's what started that little business. And I'm like, okay, well, if I could do this, maybe I could do, you know, bath bombs and bath salts. So that was just something, again, that was like probably my first vision, like you said. It, it, it was. Um, but again, I didn't expect to turn that into a way of making money. It was right. just something for me to do to burn time. That's all. So how does how does someone that has a, a a goal like catering? That's a big thing, but obviously, everybody that think they can cook can't necessarily cater. If you, you know, <laughs> oh yes, I, I trust me, I, I I understand. Um, I would say research. Uh, Google is my best friend. YouTube, um, and then I always like to shadow people. I, I like learning a lot. Um. I'm always looking at the Food Network channel and everything. Like, if you're passionate about something or if you want to learn more about something, try to do the research yourself. Mm -hmm. Try to do the research yourself or whatever. Or see if you can reach out to somebody that's already in that field and say, hey, can I just, you know, shadow you? Can I, can I, or ask questions. There's nothing wrong with asking questions. Now, I can say, um, I've ran into a few people, um, chefs that, has been in the industry for years and they, you know, you look to them for assistance or some type of information. They don't want to give it because out of fear that you may make it bigger than that. What, you know, how they did. Mm -hmm. Um, I've ran into that. I've had uh, people who offered to be my mentor without me even asking. And they shied away from me once they saw that my business took off. And um, I mean, you just have to, I, I don't want to say do it on your own or anything like that, but don't expect too much from other people. Don't expect people to help you. And I, and I think that's kind of like, I think that's kind of 
crazy too because if you think about especially if, if we're talking about food there's so many different food options just for like you know regular chain restaurants you know so like i'm pretty sure when burger king came around mcdonald's wasn't like well let's just stop selling burgers because they're here you know what i'm saying so it's like it's sad that people are so scared of just even if it's a little friendly competition but just wanting to help the next person i would find it as almost like a form of flattery you know because it's like okay i can show you you know what led me here maybe you know have you learned some things and, and maybe be better than me like we should always want to exactly give that gift unfortunately everyone doesn't do that and i'm a firm believer though too when you do have that opportunity to share your gift with someone and you don't you got to be real careful on how long you're going to keep your dream like <laughs> exactly like I don't you know I don't mind people reaching out to me I've had quite a few people that are they're not chefs and they're just passionate about cooking or they're just interested in learning about the industry and they reach out to me and I'm totally fine with it because at the end of the day you never know mm -hmm. I may have some gigs that I have to pass down to this person one day so let me go ahead and link up with them really quick yeah so, so do you have a team now or is it just you so right now, um, me and uh, my my uh, fellow, <laughs> we <laughs> we actually uh, partnered up, and we just actually today we merged the whole thing. So the whole name of my business, uh, which is now our business, um, okay. has changed. Power the name has changed, and <laughs> I will be revealing that sometime this week. Okay. Um, also, I can go ahead and put it out there because it's already set in stone. Um, I did a holiday cookbook oh, that will you? be released by this weekend and for sale. Yes, so I'm super excited about that. Um, th that was something that was supposed to come out uh, last year, but um, it it was it, I guess it wasn't God's timing. So I was a little disappointed. But it, it worked out in my favor this year. So I'm excited about it. And I'm going to keep bragging on my friend because she has literally had some very nice successes over the past couple of years with her business. I know you have catered for some really major corporate events. Um, you were at the BT Awards a couple of years ago. Like, you are really doing your thing. I am so... Girl, I'm about to cry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thank you. I am so proud of you because I just remember, like, you know, just all them times that we would go to the Black Women Expo in Chicago and we would, we would like see different things and you would mention, you know, I'm going to be here. I'm going to be, you know, we would like, we would keep putting that out there in the atmosphere and here you are today, like, just doing it. And so I am so proud of you. I just want to just say that. Um, now, with catering, are you right now just only in the Chicagoland area? Are, are you traveling or is that in the future? So right now I'm doing a little bit of both. Um, I, over the uh, past couple of months, I actually transferred over from just like social events and weddings to corporate catering now. So mm -hmm. I do a, a lot of catering for Amazon, um, different locations, Sherwin-Williams, nice. Hospital, a couple of the advocate locations like Advocate Christ, Trinity, South Suburban. So I'm I'm getting a lot of corporate clients now. Um, 
which is great because now I get to build a team and offer job opportunities for those who are looking to get into the industry. And that seems like it's a little more consistent because it could be like uh, training seminars or whatever where they want food. Like it seems like that would be like a, a constant booking. Is that, I'm assuming that's kind of what it's for, like different seminars or events that they have for their staff. Yes. Yeah, so, um, yeah, yeah, it's it's Monday through Friday, um, which is great because I'm, I'm you know, my Saturdays are for me mm-hmm. and Sundays belong to the Lord. And <laughs> exactly, I'm like, I don't want to forget, you know, who, who you know, bless me with all of this. So I'm like, I need my my Sundays. I need my Sundays that that's my day to actually, you know, regroup and get my week started off the right way. Um, but yes, it is a consistent thing. It's um, Monday through Friday. Um, I get my contacts and everything like the week before. So I know ahead of time, okay, I'm at Rush this day, or I'm at Northern Trust this day, or I'm at Sherwin-Williams this day. And sometimes they reach out to me um, for like different uh, times when they have orientations or just because they want to um, have like a holiday party, like Chicago Housing Authority, mm-hmm. um, you know, they want to book us for maybe their holiday party and everything so I'm in contact with them about that now um which is a blessing like it's it's crazy because you you pray for the bare minimum and then God just turns it around for and and it makes it much bigger than what you expected yeah so it's like people got to learn to stop putting a limit on on God and what he can do for you yeah yeah go to him like like he is well he is our father so he has everything so don't ask for like you said the bare minimum go above and beyond say you know what god i know you are gonna open up my restaurant next year exactly (laughs) exactly like i'm already it's you know call me crazy but i already know the location that i'm getting i'm like okay lord we i'm I'm about to meet you halfway with this let's go so Can you make sure the parking is fairly reasonable? Because I know y'all Chicago parking be ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? The the location I'm looking at is in Naperville. I'm, you know, I'm in Aurora. My kitchen is in Plainfield. Okay. So yeah, it is plenty of parking, girl. Come on, let's go. (laughs) I'm like mess around. You be on Michigan Ave. I'm be like, well, geez, I'm gonna pay thirty for the parking. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't do that to you, no. Now, is there a lot, I mean, I know we see stuff, you know, we see stuff on TV and everything. Is the, um, is the catering business pretty much dominated by women or is it like a good mix? Ooh. Okay. So it's actually, um, more of the male, mm-hmm. uh, that's into it. And, you know, me being a female, we kind of catch it a little hard because they, they feel like females don't belong mm-hmm. in this type of industry. So I do get a little, um, you know, <laughs> a little uh, stairs and little, you know. Which I think is crazy because they expect us to cook. So why wouldn't we, you know? <laughs> it, yeah, but then at the same time, they, they don't expect for us to be. Uh, and I, I don't want to say they, some men, I, I'll put it like that. Some men don't expect for women to be that creative or that brave to be in the kitchen. Girl, if you look at my hands, I have so many cuts and burns and. Oh they that, they feel like that's them. That's that's their thing. That's their that's a male thing. You shouldn't be in the kitchen doing that. You know. Or or is it just the business aspect of it where you can be in the kitchen but the front, you know, the face of securing the business deals and the contracts and the different venues is a male role. Is that kind of it, uh, Yeah, and and it's yeah. Yeah, I think that's what 
it may be. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's crazy because with me and my guy, we, you know, we partnered and everything. And we both tag team together. Like, he doesn't say, oh, you only do this and then let me do that. We tag team this together. Look, if I'm busy, I'm about to tag team this. Mm-hmm. I'm about to do this. And, like, we switch off or sometimes we tag team together and, and lock these deals in. That's how we've been getting this business. It's, it's no I and team. So we both put in the work. We both put forth the effort and everything. And, hey, it, I mean, it's working for us. But, you know, working with other men, you know, some men, they just don't believe that this is a, a thing that a, a woman should do, which sucks because, I mean, we're we're equal. We can we can make it happen too. Been making it happen. So <laughs> well, I am so happy for you and the fact that you do have a partner with you. How long has he been cooking? Oh, so he oof. Okay. So he's been cooking since ooh. He's been cooking for some years. I don't want to put it there. <laughs> it's probably about twenty some odd years he's been cooking. Probably more than that. Why the knee? Why the Neelys pop up in my head? I'm like, I, I could see y'all with y'all own little cooking show, like the Neely. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? The, that's the crazy thing. You know, I last year I was doing little uh, cooking segments and stuff and posting it on TikTok and Instagram and Facebook, and I have gotten a lot of backlash from people like, "Why did you stop? You need to keep going." I was learning how to cook, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> And it was literally like one minute videos yeah. showing like quickly use this, 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 you can make this meal. Mm-hmm. And I think we're going to end up bringing that back, but they may be a little bit longer. I may go for like 30 minute segments or something like that. Okay. See, you have inspired me where I think just because I could say I got a friend as a chef, I be trying to like make up stuff in my kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, whatever works for you, okay? You got a family to feed. Hello. Girl, I be just making up stuff. Like last night I made a spice. It was a spicy shrimp lasagna. I don't even know where. I don't even know what made me just. Maybe I just grabbed. Girl. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't never even seen a recipe for it. I was just like, I just opened my refrigerator. and I was like, all right, I got this. I got this. Threw some pico de gallo in there. Some cheese. Like. It was it was good. I was like, oh. yes, <laughs> you sound like me because I actually uh, a few years ago, I wanted some lasagna so bad, but then I didn't have all the ingredients. And I'm like, OK, I'm just going to go ahead and make a buffalo chicken dip. Mm-hmm. And then I thought about it. I'm like, I'm about to make this buffalo chicken lasagna. And mm-hmm. it was bomb, girl. That sounds good, too. <laughs> it was yeah. amazing. I'm like, oh, OK. Cause you get tired of like the randoms, you know, the, or not the random, the same stuff. Like even, especially with Thanksgiving coming around, Ooh, sometimes I'd be trying to think of like, what else can I eat besides <laughs> the normal, you know, stuff? Yeah. You know, it, and, and people think, oh, you got to keep it traditional. No, not necessarily. Like last year we did traditional Thanksgiving. This year we may do the same only because I am booked like crazy for Thanksgiving. So you know, the day before Thanksgiving, I'm going to be doing all this cooking. Might as well knock ours out. But for right. Christmas, I never keep it traditional. We're having fried chicken, fried fish, probably some okra, or we probably Ooh. just mix it all up and have all different types of stuff. Oh, I need to come to your house. Come on, girl. <laughs> come on. <laughs> now, I'm sure you notice, on, especially on social media, probably more on Facebook than anything else, and this is no shade to anyone in their little kitchen cooking. 
but everybody and their mama now sells a plate of something. Right. So if you had to caution people on doing that, like what is the couple, what is, I guess it's a two part question. What is a couple cautions you would give people that are doing that? And then maybe the proper steps to do that, you know? Um, <laughs> well, I'm, a, I'm just going to put it like this. You have to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause like me, I, I started off in my kitchen, um, but you make you got to make sure you keep it nice and sanitized. Mm-hmm. Um, you definitely got to keep it nice and sanitized. Lord have mercy. You don't want to make anybody sick. No. Um, you, while you're doing that, I say do your research, do uh uh and and look up different courses that you could take so you can actually elevate the business if if that's what you're looking to do. Mm-hmm. Um, look into getting your serve safe certification. So you can have your food handlers or your um, serve safe management. That way you can get into a shared kitchen space. And that will be the next step. So while you're doing that, like you, you got to, you know, crawl before you walk. Mm-hmm. So I can't really throw, you know, like you said, I can't really throw shade because I had to come from that. You have mm-hmm. to, in order, you know, I'm sorry, I just didn't have money like that. And I'm still a self-funded business. Everything that goes on with the business comes out of my personal bank account. Mm-hmm. And there's been many times that I wanted to give up, but just don't like you have to start somewhere. So if you got to start there, just be, you know, cautious. And then, and it don't hesitate to ask questions. Even if you can't get it from another chef, reach out to your health department or something and say, Hey, you know, uh, is there a way that I can do this without, you know, getting into any trouble? Um, there, there's ways around things or whatever. Mm -hmm. And there's ways that way, you know, that you can, elevate the business like i said start off in your kitchen if you have to just make sure it's nice and clean don't leave the food out keep it at the right temperature wash your hands please don't be nasty wash your hands keep your pets out there in the kitchen and everything oh, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and then just do what you got to do but don't stay there don't stay at that level don't stay you know don't be get too comfortable Right. You know, you want to make it a business. Make the money and start investing a little at a time if you have to. Mm-hmm. You know, go out to servesafe.com and get your certifications. Like if you want to get into a shared kitchen space, the first thing I'm going to ask you is if you have your serve safe management certification. Get that. Then you want to go ahead and get a business license. If you need that, reach out to me. I have the perfect, perfect insurance broker. Um, she can give you a great deal. Um, <laughs> look at you. See, you you sharing your gift, and you ain't even oh, yes. like holding it on. <laughs> there is a there's enough money out here for everybody, and yes. I'm far from selfish. And this is where my blessings come from. Like, if I can help the next person get up, you know, and and get their stuff started with it, I'm. I mean, my customers are mine. You know, what's for me is for me. I'm not worried at all. And not so I don't have to hide or keep anything. All. But to kind of piggyback on this, I just I just want my audience to know that you really do mean what you say. So she, I credit her for me having a published book because if it wasn't for her sharing with me that information to get in touch with the person to edit and publish my book, I wouldn't even have a published book right now. So I I can't even put into words how thankful I am for that. But that is that is proof that when she is sharing her information and resources, it is coming from a genuine place of, I want everyone to win. So 
You definitely are. That's why that's why you stay blessed, girl, because you are just passing that on to other people. That that is why so many things are happening now that seem like super quick, like, oh, you know, God is just stacking all these blessings on me. But it's because you keep blessing others. So that is that is definitely why you are staying blessed. Yes, God gets all the glory. I'm yes, telling you. He does. He definitely does. So I know people automatically think after catering is opening a restaurant. But my first business class that I took in college, I remember my teacher said the number one business to not open is a restaurant. Um, <laughs> I laugh because I laugh because I decided not to open a restaurant. I um, am looking more towards of sticking with catering, mm -hmm. but uh, opening up a venue space. I was just um, thinking that. Yeah. Yep. And then with the kitchen that big enough for me to open up a shared kitchen space for those who want to up, uh, you know, start their own business. So that's the new goal. And then you getting maybe a little bit more because you charging for the venue, you know, a wedding or whatever the case may be. And then if they, you know, you add the catering in that, you know, so. Exactly. Exactly. And then um, onto that, and I know it sounds like a lot, but remembering where I came from and being thankful that I got out of that situation. I have to have my soup kitchen. Everybody like, like the, you know, those that are less fortunate, um, they need to eat yes. <laughs> and it's not just on the holidays. I want them to be able to have a hot meal. I, that's near and dear to me. Mm -hmm. That's near and dear to me. So a lot of people always ask, what do you do with any food that you may have left over? I plate that up and I find anybody that's, on the streets needing some food do you oh Girl. yes oh yes when i left uh the very first time i did rush hospital um we sold out but when i went down canal i forget what was the other street but it was like nothing but tents and all these people i said okay lord yeah. i know what i'm gonna do next time so i made more than usual and i kept that food nice and hot so by the time we sold out of the food that we were going to use for rush we sat there and we plated all this other food up and we went over there and I never record myself because I don't feel like that's necessary. People don't need to know what I'm giving. Just know and it's not, that it's not biblical to record yourself. If you're, if you're genuinely given something from your heart, then yes, you, you do it. And you know, and plus exactly. we got to remember people like this is their dignity. Like you don't want to be recorded at the lowest moment in your life. So why do that to someone else? You know? So exactly. And I was in that situation that used to be me. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't want anybody recording me. So yes. I don't No, I don't look for praises for that. Just, I want them to eat. That makes me happy. Well, I'm going to praise you anyway for doing it. So there, <laughs> <laughs> because we think we have to do some big grandioso thing. And, and it's like, no, sometimes it's just a little thing. Like you said, you could have threw that food away, but instead you were like, no, there's a need. So let me fulfill that need. So you don't have to wait until I oh, once I become a millionaire, then I'm going to, you know, feed the hungry. No, you could do, you could feed the hungry with $5 in your pocket. Like you don't need to exactly. have something major. So yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, girl. See, like I said, this is why you stay in blessed. <laughs> hey, I guess I'll go. I'm telling you, I, I had to go through a humbling experience to really appreciate and 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 learn and that's where it comes from so i'm just i'm thankful i'm thankful for everything i went through yeah yeah girl so if you 
could, and it, it not even just catering necessarily. I know that's what we've been talking about, but if you could give some encouragement in like five words, I'll just, I'll just give five words for people that want to be an entrepreneur, because I think we live in a world now where, especially with Instagrams and Facebooks and Snapchat, like we, we see the success side. So people automatically are like, yep, I want to be an entrepreneur. So I'm going to quit my job tomorrow and I can go and set my own hours and I can make this and this and this, but it's like, you might not want to do that if you don't have a plan. <laughs> so, I mean, what would you say for anyone trying to pursue any dream? Um, how do you stay in that and not get discouraged? Cause I think once you realize it's not an overnight process that it's going to take some time, like, I'm pretty sure there were times where you were like, you know what, God, I'm just going to stay here and retire at this job. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it's so mm -hmm. easy for us to just get discouraged. Like, what are what are things you had to tell yourself to keep you from getting discouraged? There was one phrase. Delayed does not mean denied. Okay. <laughs> I had to remember that. I had to actually sit because honestly, before I got into corporate catering, I'm like, okay, Lord, I'm, I'm doing these, you know, you, you get, you, word of mouth is everything. So a lot of people reached out to me for catering, but then when the price of stuff, you know, spiked, I, my prices had to go up too. Mm -hmm. So then that's when the complaints came in. And, you know, I don't argue, I don't ne negotiate my prices and everything. I wish you well, or, you know. <laughs> and you should have to. Exactly. Exactly. So. I did get discouraged and then I'm like, okay, Lord, I want to get into corporate catering. Um, and it didn't happen right away. <laughs> it did not happen right away. I actually got a Facebook message from one of the operation managers at Sherwin Williams out in Matson, Illinois. And she was like, I ran across your uh, website and I saw your smile and it looks so warm. I want to book you. I'm like, Lord Jesus, be a fit. Thank you. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, you know, this was, that was my way. That was that door. Mm -hmm. That was, I ran into so many no's and it took that one yes. I didn't even reach out to this person. She reached yeah. out to me and I thank God for that because after she reached out to me and we catered and everything, another Sherwin Williams location came. And then after that, that's when all these other corporations started reaching out. I said, okay, God, I see you. And I, I think you. too, you have to, especially, especially if you are on social media a lot and you know, this is what you want to do. I think majority of your post or whatever, it needs to show that. Like if, so if, if I am someone that is looking to book you, um, like you said, this person reached out to you via email or whatever. I need to know that you're a cook or I need to know that you're a drummer. Like if I go to your, your social media page and I don't know any of that, then, you know, how, how can you expect these exactly. things to come to you? So I also think too, that that's a good thing to just make sure that even if you aren't at that place yet, where you are being booked by different companies or different people, set yourself up as if you are, you know, promote exactly. yourself, market yourself. Okay, so you know, I make bicycles, so I'm gonna post the bike every day if I made bicycles. You know, I don't care if it's the same picture, you <laughs> same post that picture. same picture every day, 
and you post it with a different uh, uh, phrase every single day or you keep the same phrase and you just keep posting it at the same time every yeah. day. <laughs> yeah, because one or two things is going to happen. People are either going to get tired of your post <laughs> mm-hmm. or the right person is going to need you and they're going to see that you are there. So, yeah, yeah, I definitely, I think that's a big thing is just making sure you got a good mix because you can't expect people to, to automatically assume, oh, they look like they can cook. Like, how do you- <laughs> Exactly. And then another thing that I would say for any entrepreneur or anybody that's looking to get into, you know, being an entrepreneur, keep your social media clean. Mm, oh, Please, yeah. because they are looking. They are definitely looking. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. watching. You know, I understand certain things may be funny to you, but you got to think at, at this point, have the have their business hat on and just think okay if i was head of a corporation or you know do i want to do business with somebody that you know does this or anything i'm not saying to you know dumb yourself down or anything like that but you have to put on your 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 uh your business hat and and think uh wisely and you know make be- the best decisions as possible that way you can be able to lock those people in yeah and you we know, live people don't want to do business with anybody that's messy exactly and we live in a world where unfortunately we like to you know go into people's past so even if you made a comment or posted something five six years ago yep. but now you're this superstar you know artist or poet or professor or chef or whatever somebody there's all there's always gonna be one snake in the bunch that ain't happy about your success and it'd be mm-hmm. like remember when she made this comment five years ago so <laughs> <laughs> you like what you didn't forgot about it but still. <laughs> like more i wasn't even saved then right exactly <laughs> i've been delivered <laughs> exactly so yeah yes, that so is definitely definitely keep it clean important. keep it nice and clean and you know, like you said, post whatever it is that you are selling or offering as many times as you can on a daily basis. Somebody's going to need it. Mm-hmm. Now, I know you said, too, sometimes it is a challenge in your industry with women. So this is a you know a podcast. It's not just for women per se, but, you know, women listen, obviously, because of the name. <laughs> but how do how do we as women, even whether it's in your industry or just being an entrepreneur itself, I mean, I know the, you know, the tips you gave kind of applies to anyone, but how do we as women like demand our power and not, not let ourselves be intimidated by the men, you know, our counterparts in whatever industry we're in? Like, how do you as a woman just say, I'm here to stay. And that's just what it is. You know, <laughs> I, you know what, just do like Nike and just do it. Yeah. I'm telling you, just do it. Like, you're going to run into a lot of naysayers, people that doubt you and everything, but you have to own it. And mm-hmm. I'm one person, you can't sit back and tell me what I can't accomplish because I, I'm going to make you eat them words. I know that's right. <laughs> I'm going to make you eat them words, okay? Eat it and weep. So just do it. Just, just If you say you're going to cook, do that. Mm-hmm. If you're going to sew anything, if you're going to write a book, do it. Yeah. You, you're going to have to let what people say roll off you. Just do it. Yeah. And nine times out of ten, we can usually do it better than a man anyway because. <laughs> I'm just saying, hello. Because we know how to put our egos to the side when necessary. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, so yeah, definitely, <laughs> yeah. And I think, too, the biggest thing um, 
like you know we kind of mentioned is just supporting one uh, one another i think that that kind of will help eliminate some of that division where if we aren't just so scared to let the next person come up behind us then we won't have to have that type of negative competition i mean healthy competition is good but you know um if we are here to like teach each other then it won't see we won't seem like a threat to the next person so i think that's the biggest thing too is just letting every like you said there's enough money out here for everyone <laughs> exactly you know yeah. I, like i said before i had um somebody that wanted to take me under her wings and at that time i was selling plates out of my home kitchen mm-hmm. and the last time i spoke with her i reached out to her because somebody wanted to book me for a wedding and at this point it was just me and it was way too big and i wanted to go ahead and offer it to her Lo and behold, I found out she blocked me on Facebook and everything. So I'm like, wow, because the last conversation we we had, um, I'm not going to repeat everything because right. it was just, it was kind of hurtful. Yeah. But she was just like, you know, here I am spending all this money and I've been in this industry for years and somebody that's just selling plates is making it bigger than, than me and, and, and making more money than me. You know, I got an issue with that. So I'm like, okay, well, all right. All right. So I kind of you know have a good night right i'll talk to you some other time and then the last time that was the last time i heard from her i went to reach out and she blocked me so i said well thank you lord anyway and then the, the time that it takes to be so focused on what you doing i i could you i would just look at that like okay all right so she you know she just got in here i've been doing this so what is it maybe I need to do to step my game up? So, you know, like, exactly focusing on you. <laughs> exactly. Because I'm sorry. I, I, I'm too busy to focus on anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. I just don't have that much time. No. Now, the, uh, the actual process, I know you said for you, like, it was an eight-year process or whatever. But to actually become a caterer, like once you get your licenses and everything, like is, is it a long process? Is it years or can you get all of this within like a couple months or so? Um, it's hard to say mm-hmm. because a lot of people, um, they, they, they go to school and they stay in school for so long. Mm-hmm. Me, I went into, you know, into the culinary school and got in and the, the head chef was just like, okay, what are you doing here? And I'm like, I'm trying to learn. He was like, no, you know, there's only so much that we, we could teach you how to measure, <laughs> but you got the flavors and everything down. Right. Just, you know, just go out there. And I'm like, okay. So it's different for everybody. Everybody, I mean, I'm I'm just in my season. That's, I, I can only speak for myself. I'm in my season. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what's for me is for me. What's for you is for you. So it may take you a short am- amount of time. It took me longer and I'm okay with that. We just, we, you just have to walk in your season. And, and right now it's just my season. That's it. Yes, it so is, girl. It is I would season. just say, do your research and get all your certifications and everything. It's, it's a lot of famous chefs that have not went to culinary school mm-hmm. and they're famous chefs. Like you don't have to, I mean, you, you necessarily do not have to get a little piece of paper just so you can, you know, walk in your, your you know, your, your season or whatever or you know perfect your, your, your gift you can go to youtube university you can go to pinterest you can learn from other chefs i mean well, I'm dead do without YouTube. <laughs> you can learn from other chefs you can shadow somebody else in the kitchen and still knock half of these chefs that's well known out of the water like come on now mm-hmm. i'm just being honest i know i know so many chefs 
that even don't claim to be chefs and they are just killing it. And I think so many people, like, before they even let themselves get an opportunity, they stop themselves because they think, you know, like you said, they think it's a long process. Oh, I got to go to school and do this and that. And it's like, we live in a day and age where just about any, pretty much anything you want to learn, you can, you can Google it. You can, <laughs> you can learn. Right. So, yeah. Exactly. So that, I mean, you could, you could do, I mean, you could just, just do it. I'm sorry. Just <laughs> it's like that's all I can say. Just go ahead and just just do it. Just do it. Just don't just get out of your own head actually, you know, and like like you've done, walk in faith and just remember that like you said, don't have these bare minimum prayer requests and just trust that God is just going to blow you out the water with everything that you, you know, set forth in your heart. Now, I know you said you got plans for, you know, um, the venue space, the soup kitchen, um, your cookbook. Now, how soon is this cookbook coming out? So it's um, supposed to come out this weekend. Ooh. Um, this was actually <laughs> this was actually supposed to be uh, out last year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I remember you mentioning it, but you know what? That's okay. This this was the year it's supposed to be. How about that? Exactly, <laughs> because I was told by somebody that. You know, nobody knows your name, so it's not going to do well. And they decided not to do it. So the person that I, you know, that published the book, the same person that uh, you went through that I told you about, mm-hmm. her dad actually reached out to me on Facebook. Oh, wow. Exactly. And he's an apostle and he's like, you know, I need you to cater my uh, wedding anniversary for me and my wife. That's how I met this lady. And I'm like, okay, Lord, I see what you did there. Lo and behold, they know my godmother. And I'm like, okay. Oh, wow. So <laughs> they started telling me, like, oh, you know, she's an author. She has her own publishing company. And I'm like, okay. So I had to remember, delay does not be den- mean denied. So no. during that time from last year to this year, I started adding a little bit more to the cookbook. Mm-hmm. And when you reached out, I wasn't going to be salty about it. Look, if you get your book published first, I'm totally fine with that. We both can get it, okay? Right. So I was excited when I saw you actually, you know, take that information and run with it. I'm and like, you ain't, you ain't never got to worry about me uh, making a cookbook, so we ain't never coming. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm okay with that. I'm totally fine with that because I'm going to purchase your cookbook regardless, okay? Girl, my cookbook going to be real simple. Okay, so what... <laughs> What processed food item are we? <laughs> <laughs> Look, you make this in the microwave, pray over it, bam, a meal. <laughs> Just turn the box over. That's pretty much what it's going to Oh, my God. But, yeah, like, it's, I'm excited for you. Um, when I saw that, I was super excited. I couldn't wait to make my purchase, and it was a really good purchase. It well, was. thank you. I'm, girl, I'm excited about you. I'm just, I'm still trying to come up with something, something else I need to have a, a vent for just so I can eat. Just so- <laughs> <laughs> look, just because dinner. Let's go. <laughs> girl, I, I, I might mess around, show up at one of your corporate events, and be like, yeah, I'm staff. Let me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Somebody actually did that. Um, did they? <laughs> we do quite a few locations for Rush and she showed up she saw my post on Facebook and she said I'm actually working at the Rush that's like 20 minutes away from here so I had to so, you know I asked for an extended lunch so I could come to this location get me some food girl she got food for her her husband her kids and dinner for the next day I said Lord oh my goodness 
She wasn't playing. She had bags. <laughs> now, th- that that COVID idea, though, that was great because I remember when COVID first, you know, hit too. And I feel like mo- a good majority of our meals, you know, were DoorDash and, and you know, just different things. So, and and uh, I still use this, the online grocery shopping. So, like, people like that convenience. So, that... That was a smart idea. Like that, that was golden. Yeah, um, yeah. And then, and the funny thing is, it was not even my idea. Like I, you know, I was actually, I don't want to say forced, but I, I had that push mm-hmm. from somebody who said, "Oh, you're not doing it, but you're doing it." So yeah. she zelled me the money. I'm like, okay, all right. I, yeah. I, I see what you did. <laughs> now, are you thinking about exploring? Like, because I know you are all about healthiness. You've been just dropping this these pounds like yes, it ain't Jesus, nothing 137 pounds Girl, down, congratulations on that thank you <laughs> if that's not a shouting moment <laughs> girl don't make me run it's wet out here it's snowing okay <laughs> is it because you're around food so much that it's easier to control that temptation it is mm-hmm. it is um you know be, being a chef um we tend to taste the food and everything and when people they they see my weight loss and they're actually ordering things that are a lot more healthy now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you still got those who don't care and just want to order whatever. So it is easy for me to control that because, you know, I I had to look at the fact, okay, I'm out of shape. Um, my health is declining. So I need to go ahead and get my life together right now. So okay. I'm either going to choose the healthy route well, I'm just going to keep spiraling down. And I just didn't want to do that. I'm like, okay, I still, you know, you know I'm in my mid-30s. I, I still need to be here. So right. it is a little easier. I find myself drinking a lot more water so I can stay full. Because sometimes I'll be looking at some of this food and I'm like, okay, I got to eat this. But yeah. then it's like, okay, that's not the healthiest. So I drink my water. <laughs> And you know what? You know what somebody else takes is like. I mean, I know you stay booked, and your schedule is probably hectic, but you probably are so tired that so you know once you get home, you're ready to go to sleep. Because I found out too that like for me, the longer I stay up, the more I realize how much stuff I got in my refrigerator. (laughs) Girl, okay, (laughs) I don't even grocery. This is how bad it is. So I'm up every Monday, uh, every morning, Monday through Friday, one a.m. Mm-hmm. I'm always up at 1 a.m. My alarm gets, you know, it gets me up at 1 o'clock on the dot. By that time, I hit the kitchen by like 2.30 at the latest in the morning. Oh, my goodness. Girl, pray for me, okay? Girl, I wouldn't and, even trust nothing that I cooked at 2.30 in the morning. I mean, <laughs> uh, You know, sometimes I get in that kitchen, I'm not going to lie, and I look at that food like, why? Yeah. Why? Why am I here? Do they really have to eat today? But, I, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I pray for this. Let me stop. I don't want to complain. Thank you, Lord. I just need the strength. So, you know, I I get up and I don't cook anything for myself. So some of the times I don't even eat. I'm just drinking water all day just so I can have some type of energy. Mm-hmm. But I'm learning that I have to keep something on my stomach. So yeah, I find that meal prepping for myself on Sundays are best for me. I'm really big on beans and smoked turkey meat. <laughs> Great northern beans to be exact. Okay. <laughs> and I will put make that in my crock pot on Sundays while I'm at church. By the time I get out of church 
and I'm at home, my beans are done, and I put them in little bowls, and I just take them with me because I have to have something. So my my fridge is like really, really empty. You would think I'm extremely poor, but I'm not. I just don't have time <laughs> to cook like that. Now, are you thinking about going into the healthy route as well, too, as far as like making meal preps or meal plans for other people? Um, I I used to do that heavy. I used mm-hmm. to do that heavy. Um, right now, um, I do have quite a few clients that just won't give up on me, and they're just like, okay, just squeeze me in whenever you can. Mm-hmm. So, um, eventually, I will be bringing that back full time. I just need a bigger team for that. I just know my limits and what I can do, and I I don't want to kill myself. That's right. The thing. I don't want to do too much and kill myself in the process. Um, so I will. I am still dabbling into that, but I do want to bring that back full force just with another chef. Cause I'm up here thinking too. I mean, I don't even, I don't know where this location is that you're talking about, but I'm thinking if you're not doing a restaurant, but you're doing a venue space, depending on what the space looks like, you could potentially like rent it out to like workout instructors. And then, you know, their clients could get meal plans or meal, you know, pre prepped meals from you. Girl, I'm just up here thinking. Bro. <laughs> look, look, okay, Lord, you hear her. Okay. You hear her. <laughs> I'm just saying everything in one house. <laughs> Work out and then go grab your meal so you can go home and eat. Like exactly, <laughs> exactly. And the crazy part is, I actually had a client like that. Um, I was staying in Joliet at the time, and she reached out to me. I don't even know how she found me. I know she was on social media, and she's a vegan, and she had vegan clients. And I never cooked vegan a day in my life until she, you know reached out to me and I'm like you know I don't know how and she's like Pinterest is good I'm like okay so (laughs) so I started doing my research and everything and I was you know killing those dishes they loved it and that was my first like vegan client um with her clients and stuff so it's like maybe six or eight of them all together and they had their own little fitness company but eventually I had to stop um Mm -hmm. I won't go into any details but right yeah, I, I had to, I had to, some, mm, and that's some interesting that she trusted to be. you I to do that, that, you know, since you, since you said you had never cooked vegan before, that's interesting that she trusted you, because, you know, vegans and vegetarians, like, they're very picky about what they eat, so, yeah. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, so, I'm, yeah. you know, I'm thankful she gave me that opportunity, anyhow. Yeah, good, well, girl, this whole conversation made me hungry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm gonna find me something to eat, I'm hungry, too. <laughs> But I am just so thankful and appreciative um, of your time because I know you are you stay booked and busy. How about that? Yes, um, Lord. But I'm just thankful to even just be here to witness it. You know, like I said, from from the candles to us being at the Black Women Expo, walking in that huge building. <laughs> Girl, okay, we need to get back to that whenever you know Man. time permits. <laughs> And looking at, you know, just all the different possibilities. So I am, I'm definitely thankful to be your friend and to be able to just witness all of these things that's happening for you. And I know there's so much more, like there's probably things you haven't even thought of. I I came up here and just told you about, uh, you know, written out, you know, space for, um, (laughs) (laughs) that's why I said, you hear her Lord, come on, we put this into the atmosphere. Let's go. 
So I know that God has so much in store for you. So you just keep doing what you're doing. Keep posting that food because it yes. looks so good. Thank um, you. That macaroni and cheese. I'm going to have to get some either definitely next year if I don't get none this year. <laughs> <laughs> But no, girl, I'm so proud of you. And thank you for the advice that you have given to people. Because I think the biggest thing, I think people just need to be prepared to work. Yes. That's the yes. biggest thing. It's not easy. That I, I just want to put that out there. I know you got to wrap up, but it's it's definitely not easy, but it's worth it. it yes. Especially if it's something that you're passionate about and it's something that you truly want to do. Just be prepared to to work. Put yeah. in that work. You're gonna have lots of sleepless nights. You're gonna cry many times. You're you might even fail a couple of times, but you got to keep going regardless. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you know, because it's something you're passionate about, you probably and you probably don't even consider it a job. Like you probably like, wow, they're really paying me for something I enjoy doing. You know, so exactly they they yeah. they pay me for my gift. That's how I look at it. It's not exactly. a job. Yeah, well, I will definitely be on Facebook waiting for you to drop the information about the new business name and the cookbook. So yes. I cannot wait. So I will definitely be purchasing. So you just let me know when it is so I can order. Yes, thank you. I'm excited. Well, thank you and get you some rest as I you know too. you probably need it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, girl, for coming on. You have a good one. You too. Be Take blessed. Care. Bye. Right. Bye bye. Wow, that was definitely a lot of gem dropping in that conversation with Chef Tiffany. If you were wanting to know how to get started in the industry um, of catering or, um, you know, any entrepreneurial path that you have, she definitely dropped some gems in there. Um, the biggest takeaway that I got from our conversation was never give up on yourself. Even if you don't have a lot of people that see what you see when it comes to your vision, the key is that it's your vision. So it's not meant for them to see it. So never give up on yourself. Follow your passion trust God's purpose for your life. And when you stick in there, it will all be worth it in the end. So I definitely love her story that is faith all wrapped up in there <laughs> from her talking about, you know, originally being homeless and making this promise to God if he get her and her family out of that situation, what she would do. Um, with her passion. So, you know, big shout out to her for staying true to her calling and her passion, um, you know, for her life. So definitely, I'm still just overjoyed in that entire conversation. If you didn't leave that conversation feeling motivated about whatever it is that you want to do, it doesn't even necessarily have to be you wanting to run and own your own business, mainly just following your dreams, whatever that looks like for you. Definitely, Definitely, this conversation was one of those that will keep you motivated in that process. So, you know, 
as always, um, thank you for listening. And thank you, Tiffany, for showing us how we can be more than just a woman when we follow our passions. Thank you.